What's up, Des Moines? This is the Fit Moines Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Doc Brian Ladd. On this podcast, we're going to talk about all things related to health and wellness in Des Moines. We'll interview clinicians and coaches from around the metro to get to know them and learn how we can continue to lead long, active, and healthy lifestyles. Let's get started. The Fit Moines Podcast is sponsored by Kaizen Health and Wellness. At Kaizen, we help active people in the Des Moines area get out of pain, become injury-free, and back to the sports and activities they love. We do this by working on four different areas. That is, movement, nutrition, sleep, and stress management. When we optimize these four areas, you not only feel better, but you move better, and you can continue to live your best life. Head to kaizenhealthandwellness.com to learn how we can help you get back to doing the things you love. What's up, Des Moines? Doc Ladd here with the Fit Moines Podcast. Today I have Dina Ladd with Kaizen Health and Wellness. Dina helps me out on the admin side of the house, and some of you have probably seen her in your inbox already. If not, you'll probably seen a lot more of her in the near future. So, Dina, thank you so much for being here today. I truly appreciate it. I know there's a mountain of laundry upstairs, and our kids are running around. Supervise, for those of you out there wondering. Our in-laws are here, or my in-laws are here. Her parents are here watching our kids. So that we Thanks, could, mom uh, and dad, yeah, if you're thank listening. you. Shout out. Uh, I don't <laughs> think they listen to this podcast, but <laughs> Dina had the great idea of interviewing me. Um, so you all can learn more about Kaizen Health and Wellness and what we do, uh, why we got started, and why we do the things that we do. So, Dina, let's, let's get started. All right, tell us about yourself, your background, and what you're doing now. All right, well, I'm originally from Nebraska. Uh, came here to Des Moines in 2011 for physical therapy school uh, at Des Moines University. Did my three years there, graduated in 2014, and then got a commission in the Navy right afterwards. So we moved to Washington State, and I was stationed at Naval Hospital Bremerton. Uh, after two years there, we then moved to Okinawa, Japan, where I served as the department head and staff physical therapist for three years. And over that time, like I gained a lot of different uh, leadership skills and, uh, you know, learned a lot about being a physical therapist, being a leader, being a mentor. And honestly, I just got really burnt out and needed a change. And that's when my dream of Kaizen started to unfold. And so fast forward to September 2019, we moved our family back, got out of the Navy and Kaizen was born. Okay, so it. I think this one might be an interesting one for the people. Uh, what's your favorite injury or problem to solve as a physical therapist? My favorite injury or problem to solve? Um, I don't know that I have one particular injury that I like to solve, but I do like shoulders. Shoulders are probably my favorite body part to treat. Um, it's just something I kind of find fascinating and Honestly, like a lot of people, it's there's a lot going on in the shoulder, um, and I find that I, th I think it's kind of intimidating for a lot of providers, and uh, <laughs> I don't want to say like they don't get it right, but um, I think there's there's a lot that goes on, and some things can be missed at times. So I like that challenge, and I like being able to, especially people that have tried things before, and I'm I'm usually the last resort by the time people get to me, anyways. Um, so I like that. I like that challenge and, uh, I like being able to take someone from point A to point B and get them back to doing things that they love to do. 
So that would be definitely my favorite body part. Um, I don't know that I have a favorite injury. Like I like the challenging things, the things that people haven't figured out before. I like figuring out those problems and solving those challenging cases. I think that's the most fulfilling for me. Um, especially when people are really defeated and they don't, you know, they don't know what to do or where to go or who to turn to. Um, and being able to figure that out and solve it for them is really, um, it's really meaningful to me and it's why I do what I do. That's awesome. So if your doctor has told you you're a mystery, come see Brian, especially see if it's your shoulder. <laughs> Let's figure it out. Um, when is the best time, kind of going off of that, when is the best time to see a physical therapist? Before you're injured. And so <laughs> I honestly, like before anything happens, um, there's so much that we can do beforehand to help prevent or um, reduce the chance of an injury happening. Um, and I always feel like, like I feel, it's a really hard sell for me as the owner of a business um, because I like personally I always feel like people look at me like well yeah you want me to come in because you want my money mm -hmm. um, yeah, and that's sure. not true like yes I have to run a business I have to make some money and my kids have to eat all right but there's there's a lot we can do for people ahead of the game to keep them out of that injury um, and keep you doing the things you love to do beforehand so as you know as early as possible um, is the best part. I work with some athletes uh, where we we do more strength and conditioning type activities uh, or they look like strength and conditioning versus your typical rehab and the goal with that is to optimize their movement and their strength so they can continue doing their sport um, and have a much reduced chance of becoming injured. So. That's awesome. You might have just touched on it, but what are the three top or most common reasons people come to see you at Kaizen? The three top reasons people come to see me, they're, they're in pain. Or injuries. <laughs> <laughs> well, more specific, like injuries or um, part of their, what, what complaints? Um, I would say like the biggest reason, um, I mean, back pain's super common, shoulder pain, knee pain. Those are kind of like the big three body parts that you see, um, especially with like our runners, our crossfitters, power lifters. Uh, hip pain's pretty common as well. Um, but then we get like, we get other injuries too, like Achilles tendonitis or headaches, um, neck pain, things like that. So. Cool. Um, so do you see acute injuries or are these mostly chronic concerns? Um, I do see acute injuries. Uh, I would say in my setting right now, um, just, it's just kind of the way it is. Uh, most often I see more chronic injuries. Um, I kind of touched on it earlier, like by the time people get to me typically, and I joke about this with people too, like by the time people get to me, I'm the last resort. So usually people have seen their chiropractor or two or three chiropractors and their massage therapists and their acupuncturist and maybe one or two PTs. Um, but they're still in pain and they don't know what's going on and they just want, they don't care like, who fixes them. They just want to be fixed. So, uh, I would say more often than not, I see those chronic injuries, but I do get some occasional acute injuries and those are kind of refreshing too. I enjoy those. It's much different. 
um, managing that acute stage versus the chronic. Mm -hmm. And so that's something I did more of uh, while I was in the Navy than I'm doing now, but I welcome the fresh injuries, so bring them to me. <laughs> um, with that, how necessary is imaging or x-rays or MRIs if um, someone's coming to see you? So after an acute injury like that, I mean, it, the... <laughs> The correct answer, I guess, is it depends. Yeah. Um, every like obviously every injury is different. Everybody's different. Um, more often than not, though, we don't need that imaging, um, especially like an MRI. That was something, you know, when I was in the Navy, I had one of the best parts is I had the freedom to order X-rays, MRIs, um, lab work, medication, things like that. Things I can't do now, mm -hmm. but it really set me up. Um, in a good way for this setting because now I know when you truly need it and when you don't. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say more often than not, you don't need an x-ray. Um, your acute back pain, you probably don't need an x-ray mm -hmm. um, or an MRI. And the rest, I mean, it just really depends what's what's going on. Disclaimer, that was not medical advice. It definitely depends on your situation. <laughs> We're just speaking in general terms. If you have questions, like give us a call. Um, <laughs> I always tell people too, like if you come to me and you're not sure if you need to go see a physician or you need to see me or who you need to see first, I'm not going to charge you if you come in to see me and you need to see someone else. So if you come in and we look at it and I say, dude, Dina, you need an x-ray. I'm not going to charge you for that visit. I'm going to send you to the appropriate person to get that x-ray. Or same, like maybe you don't need an x-ray, but I'm not the appropriate person to see. Maybe you need to see your physician for a further workup. Um, I don't charge people for that because I don't feel it's right. I didn't do anything for you. Um, I, try and do, <laughs> I try and do what's right for everyone. Uh, he probably won't call you dude either. I might, That's depending on who you are. <laughs> Um, okay, I got a good question for you. Okay. What is one common myth about your profession, about physical therapy, that you would like to debunk? A common myth that I'd like to debunk? Something somewhat, something that people just assume, that you'd rather they did not assume. Uh, <laughs> we don't all wear khakis and polos <laughs> every single day. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, um... That's kind of a difficult question. I don't know if I've, like, one thing bugs me or not. Um, I guess one thing that a lot of people don't know um, that seems common knowledge to me is, like, most states, including the state of Iowa, you don't need a referral from a physician to come see us. Uh, I get that question fairly frequently. Uh, you can come and see a physical therapist and be treated without a referral from a physician. Now, the caveat is... If you want to use your insurance to get reimbursed, some insurance companies require a physician referral to be covered um, under that. But that's the only caveat. Cool. Um, this is going to switch gears a little bit. What is your uh, biggest health tip for people? It doesn't have to be ortho-related, I guess, but if you could give someone one piece of advice regarding taking care of themselves, what would you tell them? Movement is medicine. <laughs> <laughs> As a society, we just need to move more. Um, 
a lot of I mean a lot of the people I treat nowadays are very active people. Um, they're moving quite a bit already. They're athletes, they're crossfitters, they're powerlifters, they're bodybuilders. Um, they're just active adults that like to go hiking, they like to run, they like to cycle, things like that. So for that population, obviously, like they've got the movement down. But one of the, like one thing I like to talk with all my patients about is, um, you call them the four pillars of health. So movement, nutrition, sleep, and stress management. So if we can optimize those four areas, you're going to be in much better uh, shape. So I, I think the recovery aspect is huge and there's so many different aspects that fall into that recovery. And so recovery could be better nutrition. It could be better sleep. It could be lowering your stress levels. Um, sometimes it's not always moving more. Maybe it's movement, but moving less or moving in a different way. Maybe you just need to take an active recovery day and go for a walk instead of going and beating yourself up in the gym. So mm -hmm. it's finding uh, finding that balance and managing load management, essentially managing the load mm -hmm. um, that your body has to undertake. Um, whether it's stress is stress, so whether it's uh, <laughs> what's this pile of bills on your desk or that email inbox that's filling up or it's going for three hours at the gym, your body doesn't know how to interpret that, it's stress. So we mm -hmm. need to balance all that um, and figure out what works the best for you so that you're not overstressed, you're not digging into that pile of carbs, you're eating uh, a balanced diet, you're eating what you should be to recover, um, you're getting a good night's sleep, you're shutting the phones off, getting away from blue light. Hmm. I know that's hard to do. To I'm not very that. good at that. Um, yeah, those are the, so the, the four pillars of health. Those are the main things that I like to discuss with people. Um, but like I said, uh, movement movement is medicine. That's and super good advice. I think that the the stress thing is is huge and plays into our culture a lot. Um. Kind of going on that same spiel. Being a business owner is super stressful. Yes. It's a roller coaster. Yes. How do you deal with the stress? Do you have any coping tips for people <laughs> living out this stress in their life right now? My hair's thinning. It's going gray as we speak. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're qualified to give this advice because I feel like you're, you've dealt well with it. Uh, yeah. So... It is a roller coaster ride, and obviously, like you get to witness that and go along for the ride, and you've been there since day one, so thank you. Um, <laughs> but really, it goes back to those four pillars of health. So, exercise is big for me. So, I like to do CrossFit. Um, for me, it's a great way to get in some cardio, it's a great way to get in strength, and I'm done in under an hour. So, I like to get up in the morning. Not everyone's morning person, I get that, but this works for us. Um, so I get up at 5 a.m. and try and make it to the gym by 5.30. If Bobby and Katie are listening to this, they know I'm not the most consistent person. So <laughs> <laughs> I try and be consistent. So we, we kind of work out our own schedule here where Dina goes two or three days a week. I go on the days she doesn't go. Um, but I try and get at least three days in of exercise. Um, or of CrossFit, I should say, uh, if not more, I've, I've found like 
I found for myself just a good balance of not doing too much, um, but still moving enough. Because if I do like five days, five or six days of CrossFit, like my body's beat up and I just don't feel good. I got stronger when I did that, um, but I just felt beat up all the time and sore. And, mm -hmm. um, so three days is, I think you think that like optimal stimulus for me where I can still get some good movement in and I feel like I'm, my endurance is getting better. My strength's getting better. Um, so that's a big aspect of it. Um, nutrition, just eating right, which is hard, especially like, especially like as I'm building my practice and I'm getting busier and busier, it's hard to like, basically like draw that line and say like, no, I'm not going to see you mm -hmm. over my lunch hour. I'm going to take a break where I can kind of unwind, get a good nutritious lunch in chew your food and chew my food it's important um and not run to jimmy john's yeah and grab a sandwich so um but yeah then just like i mean basic things like cooking at home like mm -hmm. eating eating our veggies um what else stress management i think is the other big thing for me so getting away from social media and putting my phone down uh, meditating. So we use the, was it the call map? No, it's not the call map. Uh, we do have the look. call map. We do have the call map too. I think we've got a couple. Insight timer. Oh, and yeah. so insight timer is what we use a lot. Um, even with our kids with like stories, bedtime stories and whatnot to wind them down. Uh, but they've got a lot of great like, meditation tools on there. Um, and some of it's just like deep breathing and trying to get into a deeper sleep state. Um, but yeah, then that kind of leads into, so usually when I do that, it's like right before bed to kind of wind things down and calm down, get your body and your mind in that right, uh, excuse me, in that right state and then sleep. So sleep is something I've struggled with <laughs> and I think that's for many reasons. Um, phones and technology doesn't help and we need to get better with that. Right, Dean? Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, we we got a weighted blanket. I don't remember how much that weighs, but that mm -hmm. helps. 20 pounds, I think. Yeah, something like that. Um, what else? Mm. Melatonin sometimes. I don't really like, you know, I don't like that hung, hungover feeling in the morning. Oh, no, yeah, it's not necessary. Yeah, no, I think yeah, that's good. Yeah, long, long story short there. <laughs> um... For anyone that's listening that hasn't really actually gotten to know you yet on more of a personal level, they might not know you're a very motivated person. And if you want to do something, you're going to do it 110%. Where do you think that comes from? Um, you know, I've always been like very intrinsically motivated. Um, I've just always kind of like had a drive, like that drive inside myself to like be the best at something. And if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all out and do it 110%. Um, I don't like losing. So I think that's part of it too. Like I just didn't want to fail ever at whatever I was doing. Um, so I think that's just kind of carried forward to today. Mm -hmm. um, probably my mom though. My mom's like that. Like yeah, she's kind of an all or none yeah person so i probably i mean she raised me um as a single mom so i would say that's where that came from <laughs> i guess i don't know but i've always had that like inner drive to just do it myself and be the best and 
mm-hmm. go all out with everything. So. Um. <clears throat> but I, I would say too, like starting my own business, like obviously you don't want it to fail. Um, I knew I couldn't go work for an in-network practice and see 30 people a day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd already burned out <laughs> seeing patients and doing the administrative work in the Navy. So I knew I couldn't do that. So it's like, we got to make this work. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't feel like, you know, I started Kaizen because the typical model just frankly sucks and it's not great for people. I think people are, I think it's all most people know, so they don't know any better and they just think like, you get, mm-hmm. you know, you get used to things and get stuck in your ways. And if that's all you know, that's all you know. Um, right. So you don't know any better. But I think more and more people are becoming aware that the traditional PT model sucks and it's not the best for them and they're not getting the highest quality of care. Yeah. And so Kaizen's not as great as I would want it to be. Like, I, I mean, Kaizen itself stands for continual process improvement. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're so always, working on, we're working on it. We're always trying to make it better. It's not where I want it yet. Yeah. Um, but I think we're heading in the right direction. I think we'll continue, like we're going to get there. Um, but it, it's like, it, it's my goal to provide a great experience for each and every patient of mine. Um, and to give an, ex, an experience that, especially if they've been in network and they know what it's like, that they're not going to get that experience and they're going to get the one-on-one individual care that they deserve. Um, we're going to get them pain-free. We're going to get them back to doing what they love. Um, and hopefully they're going to love what we do and they go tell all their friends and family about it. And when they have problems or they have some issues that they want answers for, then they'll come see us. Mm-hmm. So you kind of touched on it, but you didn't talk about it directly. And I don't know if um, all your listeners um, even know, but you don't take insurance. Do you think that in some ways it might be easier if you did take insurance? Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you? Yeah. So honestly, and I've, I've told people this before too, like I would be much busier our bank account would look much better if i took insurance um but it's not worth it to me um but a the administrative side of it uh, on the back end mm-hmm. um, for for people that aren't aware of the whole insurance situation um essentially i would submit a claim to the insurance company and it's going to be maybe three months later when we're going to get paid it might be three months later that they tell us that we screwed up something on the paperwork and we didn't cross our t's and dot our i's and they're going to deny it and we're going to have to resubmit it and wait um, three more months and wait another three months or they're going to say okay that looks good but we're only going to give you a third of what you build for for example so the other i mean the other thing is like so I kind of touched on it. Reimbursement in general across the board is going down. People's deductibles are going up anyways. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not uncommon for people to come in and say they have a 6000 or $10,000 deductible that they're never going to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like, I just don't, I just don't see the point. Like insurance, and I've posted on my Instagram stories before, like insurance is a scam. Uh, it's just crazy what it's become. It's, you know, it's meant for, mm-hmm. uh, emergency care and trauma and things like that. And obviously like disclaimer, there's some chronic health injury issues that 
need you need that you need that care you need that insurance um yeah a lot of chronic stuff in today's world that uh, we could take care of if we moved (laughs) more um but i just felt like if i took insurance i couldn't treat people the way that i think they need to be treated so what oftentimes happens in a typical, uh, and this isn't every situation, but a lot of times what happens in your in-network practice is those reimbursement from these companies are going down and down. And so companies know that they have a certain overhead that they have to meet and they have a certain certain amount of money that has to be in their bank account every month. Uh, so if they have a down month, they're okay. And because of that, they adjust by seeing more people. So it's not uncommon for a provider to be seeing three, four people at a time. Um, And it's just not sustainable. If they're seeing like 30 people a day, every single day for months, I mean, it's a problem in our field. There's it's a problem in healthcare. It's it's a problem in healthcare in general, but yeah. um, I mean, I have, and Dina knows this, like I've had, in network PTs reach out to me asking if I'm hiring because they're burnt out and they're tired of doing what they do and they just can't do that. And that's, it's really sad, honestly, that, mm-hmm. you know, they can't provide the quality of care that they feel they it's should a, be it's able a big to. Problem. Yeah. Um, and it's not, it's just not something I wanted to get into. So would I be busier if I took insurance? Yes. Um, and I've told you this since day one, like I don't want to fill my schedule just to fill my schedule. I don't want to be busy just to be busy. Mm-hmm. I want to work with people who want to work with me, who want to get better, who want to continue to be active for life. Didn't you and tell so, a patient that last week? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah, it's just in this model, like. Yes, it looks like a lot up front. Um, People aren't used to seeing one big number up front, right? They're used to seeing their uh, copay. And so let's say it's $50. They're used to paying $50 every visit, and that's it. What happens is a lot of times they think their insurance is covering it, so they're paying their deductible each time. And then three months later, they get this massive bill out of nowhere, and they Mm-hmm. They don't know what it's for because they're done with PT by now. Yeah. And uh, and now they're mad because they have this bill that they thought was going to be covered and it's not. And so mm-hmm. it's uh, it's quite the conundrum. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> I feel like I could talk about this in, all day and I probably am going like in circles. we do talk about it all day. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like exactly. I, and I'm probably going in circles at this point. But, um, but there mean, are some good things right now. So... A lot of people are able to use like an HSA or FSA. Yeah, so a lot of people come in and use their HSA uh, or their FSA, and that's that's great that they can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do like we can do payment plans for people if they need it. Mm-hmm. So okay, yeah. that makes sense. Um, this is left field coming out of left field. Do you miss the Navy? Ooh. Um, some days. I <laughs> so actually. I stopped at Quickstar this morning, and uh, before I got out of my car, I saw a sailor coming out in uniform, and I was like, uh, like hey, shipmate. <laughs> oh, shipmate. Uh, yeah, so. We kinda, miss you, military family. There's things that I friends. miss about it, for sure. Um, just that, like, 
camaraderie, having that like built-in family. I definitely miss that. Uh, there's a lot of BS that comes along with the military, and those of you listening that have been in the military or maybe you're in the military, you understand that. Um, I feel like that's a hard one to explain if you haven't experienced it yourself. But uh, yeah, it's. I have my days where I I don't know that I'd say I wish I was back. Like I, I have my days where I miss moments of it. Um, as a physical therapist in the Navy, it was great. There's a lot of freedom, and we always saw. We just saw some pretty pretty cool injuries or unique injuries that yeah. you don't necessarily see day to day now. But uh, I don't uh, I don't really wish I was back in the Navy, but I don't regret my time in. Uh, it, it allowed I mean I traveled the world literally and uh, got to meet so many cool people. Um, I learned a lot about yeah. <laughs> everything, a lot about life. Uh, a lot about being a physical therapist, being a leader. Um, there's just so many different aspects of, there's different things I did that I would never, I don't think I would have ever got outside of the military. So it was a good experience. Um, I was able to get my residency completed, get board certified, get paid to do that stuff and uh, travel the world and live on the beach for like three years. So who can say that they moved to Japan and they could see the ocean from their mm -hmm. apartment. That was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Do you have any regrets when it comes to your career so far? Regrets? Well, how many years in are we in? Seven? Uh, Seven years in? Yeah. No. I don't think so. I don't really think I... Any big lessons? I don't think I have like regrets on life. I know some people, maybe, maybe someday I'll look back on my life and regret something. I don't know. Like I always think, I always think like the not so stellar moments in life are just learning lessons or learning, you know, mm -hmm. stepping stones and lessons in life and things we can, there's always something we can take from life. And so, um, there's nothing I really regret, especially as a PT, um, <laughs> There's probably things that I've done as a PT that I wouldn't do now or I would do differently, but nothing I think that's kind major. of required to learn. Yeah. yeah. Um, gosh, I'm running out of questions. I feel like we're really burning through them. Um, I do have some more kind of fun ones. What's Let's your favorite lift? I like the snatch. The snatch. And I'm also not mature enough to say the snatch without giggling so i apologize <laughs> no i hope but my i don't know it's not a, listening <laughs> it's a full body movement i just like i don't know i probably look stupid when i do it but i feel cool yeah um i get that it's not necessary for everyday life but <laughs> i just like to do it i think it's fun yeah so. um biggest failure over the last year any failures over the past year? Ooh, biggest failure. Could be outside your control too because uh, last year was... Um, yeah, COVID threw a wrench in things. Biggest failure. Honestly, I think the biggest thing I've failed at is just staying consistent with the gym and staying consistent with a good, healthy diet. Um, I'll get on tracks where I'm like super consistent with both things and then for whatever reason get bumped off and as our baby screams in the background yeah if you can like, hear that so we this do is what a... I'm talking about 110% we need to give ourselves a little grace here do you have a 10 year old and a 6 year old and a 3 year old wait crazy. <laughs> 10 year old 10 month old sorry <laughs> 10 month yeah. 6 years and 3 years 
boys, they're insane. We do love so them. So much fun. We do love them, though. <laughs> Speaking of um, your three boys, what's the last book you read? Oh, well, I... Aud audible? Yeah. That counts. It I counts. don't rem. The last book I read was, well, what does that say? It's probably for my master's program. I don't remember the last hard copy book. Uh, the last audible book was... I did two in like one day. Uh, <laughs> I finished Peak Performance. That's by Brad Stolberg and Steve Magnus. So that was pretty good. Uh, highly recommend that. And fitting for what we talked about earlier, People Over Profit. Good one. So That was, that was a, a quick, quick read and it was really good. Yeah, that's why I got two done in one day. Yeah. So I like Yeah, it. any business owners definitely look that one up. Absolutely. Well... That's all I got, I think. That's this it. That's good. Is that enough? I don't know. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> How long? Have we, people probably don't want to listen to us ramble any longer. So yeah. um, that's all we got. Uh, thank you all for listening. I hope you learned a little bit more about me, about Kaizen, about our why and what we do. If you've got questions, feel free to send us a message. Um, you never know. I might respond. Dina might respond. We'll see. <laughs> Switching it up. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dina. Talk to you soon. Love you. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. If you want to learn more about today's guests or about Kaizen Health and Wellness and how we can help you continue to be active and pain-free for life, head over to kaizenhealthandwellness.com to learn more.